0: Shalom, my homies, and welcome to another Netflix and Swill special report. Uh, I am Dan without Gerald again because uh, Gerald works, and I can't fault him for that. But I will thank him for allowing me to go to FilmFest919 in order to be able to see uh, today's topic, One Night in Miami. So thank you to both Gerald and FilmFest919 for letting me go and uh, being great people. So, One Night in Miami is directed by Regina King. Uh, written by Kemp Powers and stars uh, Kingsley ben Eli Gore, Aldous Hodge, and Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, one Night Miami is a fictional account of One Incredible Night where icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gathered discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and cultural upheaval of the 60s. It's currently a 6.8 on IMDb. I don't know about that one. Uh, and will release... Uh, limitedly, at least, in theaters on uh, Christmas Day of 2020, and released on Amazon Prime on January 2015, 2021. So, what did I think of One Night Miami? Miami? Uh, considering this is a rapid reaction, like I literally just got home, uh, I'm still kind of wrestling with my thoughts on it, because ultimately this movie isn't for me. And by what I mean by that is it's not, it's not that it's not for my taste. It's that it's not made with me in mind, I feel. I feel like it's a a black film made by a black director, black, black writer, and stars four very excellent black actors uh, talking about things that I need to understand as a person in general. But they're talking about it in a way that I don't see it I feel like there's sometimes like that connection that through line for for someone like me who like through white guilt can understand what a creative is trying to say with their message like uh get out's probably the one that a lot of people will point to as like a great black film because there's that element of awkwardness like you you see how people behave around. Uh, how, how white people behave around black people and how they they try to encourage them and welcome them. But then, like, behind their backs, they're just as racist as the overtly racist people that are out there. Uh, but, you know, they they try to hide behind, like, this mask. Uh, and even when Miami says that at the beginning, when we are, are introduced to Jim Brown, uh, and that's where, like, my my thing with this movie comes in is, like, I understand everything that Jim Brown went through in, in his sequence, and Aldous Hodge portrays it perfectly. You know, he's having a conversation with the, an old white man, and then all of a sudden, a, a switch flips, and, you know, uh, you realize they're they're not equal, so, you know, despite the fact that this, that man was admiring Jim Brown, he just sees him still, you know, he's ultimately still black, and therefore, you know, inferior to him. Uh, so... I'm not going to give my opinion on any of the the stuff that this movie's talking about uh story-wise because it's it's not my place. Uh I ultimately feel that you know we do have to do better as a society uh to remove racism in any way shape and form. It's just I don't I don't I haven't seen any anything from the lens that these guys are talking about throughout the movie, you know, I'm I, I, I've just never been through it, so I'm not gonna speak to it. But I do find like a lot of the topics interesting. Like uh if you're black and famous, do you use your platform that you have in order to, you know, help elevate other black people part what part does religion play in your platform? I do find all those topics interesting. It's just I don't know how to kind of approach that as as myself. So all that said, I want to talk about performances because I think the this is the this is just the best part of the movie is the performances. I mean, Kingsley Benadire is Malcolm X. Uh, he gives a vulnerability to Malcolm X that I've kind of never seen portrayed before. Uh, uh, unfortunately, in high school history classes, we never really get to the nineteen sixties. We, we get to, like, the 19—we get to World War II. You learn about World War II, and you have World War II down in your mind forever and ever. But, like, when we get to the 60s, it's like, eh, this happened, and this happened, and, oh, it's your final exam, and you're, you're done with history class. And it's like, well, it's not necessarily what happened. There's a lot more to it. And so, you know, I never really got a history of Malcolm X and, and what he was, but I know— the way he's been portrayed is kind of like in the fear mongering aspect, is always, you know, he was the militant civil rights leader, the one, the one who wanted to, you know, sh- make a show of force and not go through peace like Martin Luther King Jr. did. Uh, so to, to see him in a different light where he is more vulnerable, uh, you know, a bit more paranoid due to the fact that, you know, he, he believes there are men following him around. Uh, I I kind of love that, and uh, Kingsley Benadire I remember him from the OA season two where he played Kareem Washington, the private detective who's trying to figure out what's going on with uh with uh the OA and, and like what's going on like how how that all applies to what's going on in in San Francisco and all that other stuff that happens in in season two. Uh, I don't want to talk about it here, but go watch the OA. I loved him in that, and I'm so glad to see him being, I guess, in a starring role. I mean, it's really four co-stars, and I would say he's probably, if anything, the the lead actor. Eli Gore, Aldis Hodge, Leslie Odom Jr. They're all pulling their own weight. Like, uh, I, I mean, I'm familiar most with uh, with Muhammad Ali, and and Eli Gore is just killing it. You know, he he feels like. Uh, the the Muhammad Ali that you hear from in in all the sound bites, you know he he exudes that energy, and even still he gives a vulnerable performance. Everyone's vulnerable at some point, and I, and I think that's what's so great is like they all have these egos, they all have this star power to them, and you and you feel that come off. But then when you strip it all back, they're they're all still vulnerable. They're all still human, and. I ultimately feel like that's what the the message is is that you know they're fallible they're not always these bastions of, you know, straight seriousness and you know uh, always on for the cameras that there's always something behind them and I can I I love it from that aspect of it uh, as for the direction, it's really tight. It does feel like a stage play because it is adapt- adapted from a stage play. I kind of knew that going in, but like watching it and watching how it was framed, uh, I-, I do feel like the camera work is a bit stifled due to the fact that it's a stage, it's a stage play. I know some people can get past that. I mostly got past it, but th- it is relatively noticeable at some points. Uh like, like when certain characters walk off screen and you're just like, oh, okay, well then this is this is what's going on with them. They're they're off screen, so they they walked off stage. I mean yeah, you could simplify it to any movie where you know, any movie could be made into a stage play or any stage play made into a movie, but uh it that doesn't hamper it for me, but it does feel a bit stunted in terms of camera work there. So, uh final rating. I've been wrestling with this because I don't because I love the performances and there's just certain aspects that are lost on me. And that's fine. I'm fine with aspects being lost on me. I'm fine with not understanding everything, but I wanna understand. And and I think that's something this movie does is it brings issues to you that you never really thought about before. So I am gonna go with a four out of five or an eight out of ten it it really is great and the, the performances are like top tier like uh oh what the hell is it the golden i think it's the golden globes that has best ensemble performance uh this is this is probably up there for that like if this doesn't win that i'd be i'd be shocked uh so i'm looking forward to rewatching this you know after i've figured it out from what i thought here uh and then you know watching it again giving it a second glance before i um before i really ring down a final verdict on it but you know if uh once again if you get a th- limited th- theater release and it's okay around you uh go to the theaters check it out on christmas day if you're one of those people uh if you're not and or it's not safe around you uh just wait january 15th isn't too much further from that so Uh, Tomorrow, Gerald and I will be seeing uh, the short film Good Samaritans, and then we will also be seeing the world premiere of Fat Man, which I cannot wait. Cannot wait to watch Fat Man. Uh, That's going to be an entertaining time uh, and going to be a markedly different review from this one here. So uh, I want to thank, again, Gerald and FilmFest919 for having me. And with that, And I guess we'll see you tomorrow, but uh, we also will see you next Tuesday.